When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate your support. I'm Lindsay Smith, and today I am joined by Saul, Gerald, and Espo. Fellas, how are you today? Fantastic. I'm great. I feel sorry for the people that uh, have to use the 10th rated sportsbook app in America when you could use the first rated <laughs> sportsbook app in America. Does anybody else ever notice that when Lindsay does the these reads, um, like to start the show off on the audio only episode, it very much feels like um, it's gone to like a very like, I don't, this is going to sound really, really bad, but like, great. You take it, you take it to like a, a seductive level almost. Oh, like, God. <laughs> oh no. That's, I, that's I thought I, it was NPR. I didn't uh, find. Well, okay. 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 Fair enough. Like NPR. Very, it's very oh, like, it's very like, we figured out Sauce wanna... Kink. It's NPR. <laughs> Hi. Do you want to join this on the podcast? It's like, like, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I'll stop. Don't, Happy Monday, don't go, everybody. Starting the week off on a great foot. Don't go in Saul's bedroom and, and tell the Alexa to get the uh, sexy time on because the NPR app will start playing, apparently. Oh, my God. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. okay I'll, take the that, I'll take the I'll take yeah, the L on that. You Gerald, are you okay today? I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. Nay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I tell you what. Now you can't unhear it. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm not that, doing it. Espo, you're welcome in now. I'll take it over after that. That should be that should be our podcast slogan. Now you can't unhear it. <laughs> now, now Lindsay's next time she does the intro, she's gonna be like, Hey, do you want to join us on the podcast? <laughs> oh yeah, brothers. <laughs> All right. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, today we are going to present our cases for why certain players on the Phoenix Suns should be an all-star this year. And we'll also talk about uh, maybe some other players on the team who should just be competing in some competition or contest uh, during the weekend's events. So to get things started, just kind of laying down a little bit of the numbers here, uh, fan voting is in full swing right now, and it is live until January 22nd, uh, midnight Eastern time, and you can vote every single day that voting is live. So 50% of the votes for all-star game starters come from fan voting, while um, an additional 25% come from current players, and the final 25% come from a media panel. So fan vote holds a pretty heavy uh, card here in uh, this race for all-star game starters. So we got to make sure that we are doing our part. So with that, we'll kind of go down the list. 
I think there's three players that will probably make our case for for the All-Star game, and those three are going to probably be Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton. Now, of course, if you guys have anybody else you want to bring up, you are more than welcome to, but I think we should start with Devin Booker. So we'll kind of do a little roundtable here. Why should he be an NBA All-Star this year? I mean, it goes without saying he's one of the best guards in the NBA, first and foremost, um, based on his performances, not only uh, when the Suns were bad, but obviously since they have been very, very good. Um, I think he is he has dictated that he should be an all-star without hesitation. Uh, Damian, when you see um, a team like the Portland Trailblazers and, and, and Damian Lillard uh, kind of slide off, um, and they haven't had as, as good a year, and he hasn't had as good a year as, as he typically does. I think that paves a way for somebody like Devin Booker to, to creep up there and, and take a different spot. And I think uh, he absolutely deserves it. And I know Clay Thompson got more votes and all this other stuff. That's definitely a popularity vote because you can't, you can't absolutely say that Clay Thompson deserves a spot because he hasn't played until last night. So uh, Devin Booker, without a doubt, uh, and and because he he is he has grown his game in another way too. Like his three point shooting percentage has gotten higher. He's uh, he's improved in that area as well. And so, for those reasons, I think he's uh, a no doubt all star. Yeah, I mean he's the best offensive player on the best team in the NBA, tied record wise. Let's not you know spend too much time on that. But uh, Devin Booker is also the 15th leading scorer, average points per game scorer in the league right there with Damian Lillard. He averages more rebounds than Lillard. Uh, I feel like these are the two guys it's going to come down to likely for for a spot. And it just, for years, all we heard was Devin Booker has to be on a winner to be an all-star. Devin Booker has to be on a winner to be an all-star. Well, now he's on the ultimate winner right now and the defending Western Conference champions. He's still putting up numbers. He's shooting, as Saul said, the best he's ever shot from three. I don't know that there's an argument why he shouldn't be in this game. He should be a lock right now. Uh, you know, I think even more so than Chris Paul, he's the lock on this Phoenix Suns team right now. Yeah, I, I would agree with all that. When you're putting up a 24-5 stat line for the NBA's best or tied for best team, and he's playing defense, like you need to be on that team. He's he's 19th in the league in scoring, putting up a career high in three point percentage, um, and he's been really good in the clutch. You know, he's shooting what is it, 13 for 19 in clutch situations. Um, and the other thing that I think gets lost in this discussion is that. You know, you look at Devin Booker's numbers and they've kind of gone down over the last few years, but his points per touch are still elite. So if you narrow it down to high usage players who get at least 50 touches per game, he's leading the league in points per touch and has for each of the last three seasons. So even though he's sharing more of the load with Chris Paul and not getting as many touches, he's still the most deadly scorer in the league per touch. So it, it's really, you know, people look at his stats going down and they're like, oh, okay, well, you see, he couldn't put up those big numbers like he did on, on losing teams before. And, and you look at what, how efficient he is and what the trade-off has been and the Suns being tied for the best record in the NBA, it's a no-brainer. He has to be in the All-Star game and it'd be an absolute travesty if he isn't in the All-Star game, especially the last two years being voted in as an injury replacement instead of a deserving all-star, which he has been and is, especially this year. 
If there was an area um, out of these three categories of how these are determined with the vote, so you've got fan voting, current players, and media, which one do you think could be Devin's Achilles heel here? Fan voting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if we're talking for the starting lineup, obviously coaches or coaching staffs, I won't say head coaches because they don't really do it, but uh, coaches pick the reserves. But if we're talking – for the starters, for the starters, it's fan voting. A hundred percent fan vote. Well, hopefully Kendall will be able to help him out a little bit because that was a big boost the other day. <laughs> That's true. About and this, Twelve more of those. This Thursday, the thirteenth, is another double vote day. So everyone, mark your calendars for that one. Maybe Kendall will tweet out and uh, this time prompt her fans to to retweet it um, so that they understand what's on the line here and what their assignments are. All right, guys, let's move along to Chris Paul. Let's make the argument for why he should be an all-star this year. Well, it, it's for me. <laughs> what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. It was just it, We all hesitated on that. I, I wonder if that, that means anything. Uh, well, I was waiting to go third again, but I mean, uh, <laughs> you guys weren't very enthusiastic about well, this. Well, Chris Paul's just kind of a conundrum for me right now. Um, I feel like he's been very, very good. Um, but I don't know if, I don't know if all-star, if, if all-star, like, I don't know. I don't know if he's playing at an all-star level. Let me say it that way. Hold on. He leads the league in assists. He's tied for fourth in steals per game. Like I get that he's not putting up massive scoring numbers, but that's not what Chris Paul's game's predicated on right now. It's getting his teammates involved and playing solid defense. He's doing that, and I think he's doing it at an elite level. Uh, You're going to get two guys in for the Suns. They deserve two guys in this All-Star game with as well as they've played uh, this year and really over the last two years. So if, if you're looking at it, I think it's more likely Chris Paul, Devin Booker than it'd be Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul leading the league in two key stat or leading the league in assists. And in the top five in another key stat area uh, is a big reason why I think he'll be the second guy. Well, clearly I hit a nerve with you. I'm sorry. Um, I, I <laughs> just, did. yeah, I, I'm saying uh, comparatively to his, his own, uh, his, his recent past or his own performance, I would say that Chris Paul um, has not has not played to his level and maybe the, the mistake I'm making is not, maybe not all-star, but I, I will say this definitely as a starter, like that, that's maybe probably what's clouding my judgment. Cause I'm sitting here thinking about two guys right off the bat that I'm like, he, to me, he hasn't played better than because they've had, um, I mean, just as much of an impact and probably a little bit more exciting to watch and, and John Morant and Steph Curry. Um, and, and that's probably, you know, recency bias because of that amazing play that I saw last night by John Moran, by the way, <laughs> which was insane. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. It, like, you know, the, the problem with me with Chris Paul and Devin Booker that um, I I need to get over and and that I do appreciate because they are they are playing at a high level. I just they, they have set their own standard. And Chris Paul, um, he makes it so easy he makes it look so easy that sometimes you don't appreciate how great he is and that's the same thing that can be said about Devin Booker you know uh, Gerald was throwing out those stats about um, how efficient he is um, while taking less shots and 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 it's true like when you watch Devin Booker you're like sometimes you look at the the stat sheet you're like damn he had 30 like what <laughs> like it doesn't even feel like it and that's what great ones do they they make you forget that they're so effective out there because they just make it look so damn easy so 
I, I, I don't doubt whatsoever that Chris Paul will be an all-star. I, I definitely think he will be. Um, you know, I just, in, in compare, comparing himself to himself, I, I just, I, sometimes I struggle with how, how well he's playing this year versus maybe even last. Yeah, I, I think with Chris Paul, the thing for me is that you look at the guys they've had in and out, Devin Booker missing seven games, DA missing 14, Jay Crowder missing a stretch. Like, other than Mikhail Bridges, it's been Chris Paul that has been holding the ship. Like, Chris Paul and Mikhail Bridges are the two guys that have missed zero games for this team. And that's that's the biggest thing for me, you know, to be tied for the NBA's best record despite two of their other three best players missing, you know, 20 to 35% of the season. That's pretty good. Um, aside from, you know, the obvious leading the league in assists, top five in steals, being a league best plus 53 in crunch time scenarios. Um, you know, the Suns are 13 and three in those 16 crunch time games that he's played in. Um, and he, he's got 48 points in those, in those 52 minutes plus 18 assists, which is the second most in the NBA plus 23 free throw attempts which is seventh most. So those swing throughs are really <laughs> helping the Suns in the clutch get to the line. Um, and he's still elite from the mid range. You know, he's shooting 52% from the mid range, which ranks in the 98th percentile, according to cleaning the glass. And that's where 69% of the shots come from. So, I mean, the three point percentage is the biggest thing for me that's been down this year. Like he's only shooting about 33%. That number is going to need to rise, especially come playoff time. But if we're talking about in this all-star conversation, like he deserves to be a reserve. He doesn't deserve to start. I think Devin Booker deserves consideration, but if you look at like the voting numbers and who's available, it's probably going to be Steph Curry and Luka Doncic that are starting in those two backcourt spots. And then you've got kind of that smorgasbord of John Morant, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard. Um, and unfortunately Russell Westbrook is going to be considered because of all the votes that he gets. I think you look at the field, like, it should be Curry, Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, uh, John Morant, and then Booker and Chris Paul for, you know, you get two guard spots in the reserves, you get two in the starters, and then you have those two wild card spots. So I think those are the guys that deserve it. If you hear a Damian Lillard or a Russell Westbrook announced in the all-star voting, then something fishy is going on and it's not going to be good for the set, set the whole thing ablaze. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> If Lillard or Westbrook get, gets in, Suns fans should not watch if they get in over one of our two guys. It, it's ridiculous if either of those guys get in, especially after everybody pounded the damn table for years that Devin Booker does not belong in an all-star game because he's a, a high scorer on a losing team and he won't get in until they win. Uh, that If either of those guys get in, that's asinine. Well, I guess one positive we can take from the uh, first uh, results that were shared on the fan voting is that those two guys have just over 200,000 fan votes. So Devin almost has 140,000 more votes than those two guys. So mm. hopefully that'll stay strong. And after the other day when Kendall tweeted and I saw all of Sun's Twitter tweeting, a ton. Hopefully that'll jump even more the next time they release one of these results. All right. So the next player that we are going to talk about is DeAndre. Ayton. And, you know, you mentioned that it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Suns should have two players in the all-star game. I believe Devin Booker himself said it shouldn't be a surprise if we have three 
players in this all-star game. And he was talking about DeAndre. And now when you look at the results so far, he is 10th in the Western Conference front court fan voting with just over 170,000 fan votes. So what do you guys think about DA's chances? And yes or no, in your opinion, should he? I mean, I think he should. But obviously, I'm a DA stan anyway, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Um, I just think that, you know, on on both ends of the of, of the court, he is one of the best centers in the game. And outside of Rudy Gobert in the Western Conference uh, and Jokic, uh, I'll give uh, those those two. Um, I, I don't know any other center that impacts the game across the board like DA. Um, you know, those two, to me, stand out the most. And uh, DA's uh, a close third. So I, to me, uh, DA's a, a top five center in the NBA without a doubt, and that deserves a spot on the All Star team. And considering we don't do East versus West anymore, like why not? I'd agree if they still did centers. Like if it was a point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center kind of voting. But with guards and bigs, basically. I don't know that he'll make it because being a top five center isn't good enough. You now have to compete with all the forwards and and everything. Well, it's, it's the, the the discussion isn't isn't whether uh, we think he'll make it. It's whether we think he's deserving of it. Well, that's fair. I mean, he's deserving of it. He ranks eighth in uh, an average rebounds per game uh, against everybody in the NBA. He's come out and he's done the things that he's needed to offensively has continued to grow his game there, uh, has been aggressive when it comes to the defensive end of the court. The problem is, and I think which will be his downfall, is he's missed a bunch of games. And and I think that may be where people go, yeah, but, you know, he's been good, but he hasn't played all that much. And I think that's why he, he winds up falling out of what the coaches are going to consider as a, as a reserve in those bigs. Yeah, it's, it's it's tough because he has been, I mean, this has arguably been his best season. Maybe not n- individual numbers-wise, but you know, he's averaging 17 and 11. He's shooting a career-high 63%, um, and he's shooting 80% at the rim, which is just insane. Um, the, the problem is, like, his defensive numbers are not as, like, like he, for example, he's in the 36th percentile block percentage, 46th percentile in steal percentage as a guy, you know, we know that he's better than that. And I think he has been robbed on a couple of blocks. We've talked about this in the past. For some reason, the stats keepers don't like to give him blocks on, on some of the shots that he tips, but those numbers need to be a little bit better. And, and again, I think he is deserving of an all-star spot. The problem is if you look at the field, I'm not sure who he gets in over. Cause like you look at the front court, LeBron James and Nikola Jokic, those guys are locks. They'll probably be starters. If you look at the voting, Paul George is way up there and he's actually, you know, he's only played in 26 games, which is just one more than DA. And he'll probably have fewer games than DA by the time all-star voting arrives. Cause he's still out for the time being. And DA just came back. But like Paul George was putting up good numbers and he was keeping the Clippers afloat until he went out. Um, you look at Carl Anthony Towns, the Wolves are only 500, but like he's gotten in as an all-star on worse Wolves teams. So now if they're like even competent, they're eighth in the West right now, he's putting up better numbers. Rudy Gobert will be in there because he's probably the most impactful player for a team that's third in the West. 
and is just right behind Golden State and Phoenix. And then if you see one or two Warriors get in other than Steph Curry, that's going to be problematic because like Draymond Green, like the Warriors deserve to have two All-Stars just because they're right there with the Suns as well. I feel like Draymond's probably going to be that guy as like a defensive player of the year front runner. And Andrew Wiggins is in consideration. I don't think he should get in. But if you look at the voting, like Warriors fans are gung-ho about getting him in. And if he's on coaches' radars at all, that's going to be problematic. So DA's got to get in over some combination of those guys. I hope that he does because he deserves it. And I think, you know, you look at a guy like Anthony Davis, he put up better numbers, has played more games. But like the Lakers are seventh in the West, like they're barely above 500. I feel like DA's impact deserves more recognition, even if his numbers aren't as high. But it's really going to be tough for him to get in over some combination of those guys. Yeah, DA needs a big game in the next week and a half. Something that's like, wow, it catches catches attention. So some of those coaches that maybe aren't, you know, fully, you know, on DA's, uh, you know, on on DA's side in this go. Huh, maybe I need to rethink that, you know, because there's always those moments like John Morant's crazy block that saw reference earlier from Sunday night. Like those kind of moments stick in your head. DA needs a moment like that in the next week and a half if he really wants to get in. And that's that's my thing with with all three of these players, right? They all of them have not have not really had that that attention grabbing national moment yet. Um, that the the other guys have right, like Steph Curry and and John Morant. You know they they've had they're seemingly on the highlight reels every single night. And you could sit there and, and make an argument that okay, Steph gets all this love, blah blah blah. But John Morant is in Memphis for crying out loud. Like that's not a hotbed of of national attention either. He's making it a hotbed of national attention because of these crazy plays that he that he pulls out seemingly every single night. And, um, and that's that's the thing with with Devin and Chris Paul and, and DA is that they're all so efficient. They're all so very, very good, but none of them, you know, provide that sports center highlight that people love around the country that grabs the attention um, of, of fan bases uh, despite your allegiances. Right. And so that's, that's the thing that's always going to hold uh, like, for instance, a Devin Booker back from being a top five or, or being voted uh, an all-star starter is that, he doesn't. He he seemingly doesn't really do that uh, as frequent as as a John Moran or anybody else does. So, um, you know, you're right. Da needs that moment. He needs that moment like ASAP. Uh, he needs to come on as fast as these Taco Bell hot wings have come on of late. You know what I mean? Like he's got to shock everybody and go with it. Wait, Taco Bell <laughs> hot wings? What? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh no. That's a, hopefully that's with a more now. substance. <laughs> hopefully with more substance than Taco Bell hot wings. Yep. Hey. Next live show, somebody's bringing some Taco Bell hot wings so we can all uh, oh, test you. out how good these things are. I, oh, I got you. Oh, have man. you had these, Saul? I have not. Okay. <laughs> I was very, because I'm very curious what a Taco Bell hot wing tastes like. I'm Apparently, concerned. they're fire. So uh, I'm going to have to check it really? out. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not chicken, but it's something. Yeah, hey, you know. <laughs> they need, nothing at Taco Bell is real. So This is true. Fair. All right. So just a quick uh, recap and reminder, fan voting is live now through January 22nd. The next double vote day will be this upcoming Thursday, January 13th. And if you are voting on Twitter, a couple things to keep in mind, make sure your account is not set to private so that people can see your tweets so they can be counted. Your tweet has to include 
hashtag NBA All-Star, as well as a hashtag of the first and last name of the player that you are voting for. It can only be one player per tweet. So you can't do hashtag Devin Booker, hashtag Chris Paul, hashtag DeAndre, and hashtag NBA All-Star. Just one player per tweet. And retweets will count as votes. So those are the main things to uh, remember. You can also vote on NBA.com and the NBA app. If you want to add in a few extra votes for your favorite Phoenix Suns, be sure to do so. All right, guys, before we move on, we're going to take a quick break because the NFL playoffs are here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. So if you use the code PHNX when you sign up and you bet just $5, you can win $280 in free bets if your team is victorious. All customers can also get in on DraftKings Hammer the Over promotion for every 5,000 bettors who take the over for Sunday night's Patriots versus Bills game, the point total will lower by half a point. Hammer the over has hit zero every time DraftKings has run it, so bettors won the first point was scored. So just a reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, use promo code PHNX, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code PHNX this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Just a reminder, that's 21 and older, Arizona only, gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. All right, shall we continue into some of the other events that happen around the All-Star Game that weekend? There's also the Slam Dunk Contest, the Three Point Contest, and of course, the Skills Challenge. Do you guys think any other Phoenix Suns or the three that we've already talked about should also be in one of these competitions. Yes. I yep. want JaVale McGee in the skills competition. <laughs> they put, they put big men in there. Uh, and, and you know, they, they do surprisingly well. I got to see JaVale in this there. Uh, the entertainment value would be off the scales. I knew I, you, you knew Espo would never come with anything serious, right? It is serious. I'm it. being dead serious. Really? I want to see him in it. You yes. want to see him fumble over himself and trip and fall and not get anything through the hoop and then miss a layup at the end. That's what I, you want to see. Talk about Mr. Negative. Jeez, I actually think you'd win the thing. <laughs> I, you don't legitimately think he would win the thing. Come I on. think he could. Espo, I, you have lost all basketball judgment in my mind now. <laughs> there's, there's the three-point shot at the end of the skills thing. I don't, oh my God. <laughs> I don't right? see him hitting that he, he would be there forever. Okay, how about DA? You want, they, they always have to have a big man. What about DA in the skills competition? No. <laughs> just no <laughs> you guys hate cam, cam johnson in the three-point shootout is the thing i want to see i think cam johnson obviously he's he's been damn near unstoppable of late from three uh he's one of the best three-point shooters in the game i think it's time for him to to come out onto a national stage and and win this thing yeah i'm actually gonna I'm going to take that and I'm going to take it one step further. I want to see both Cam Johnson and Devin Booker 
in the three-point contest. I know Devin Booker's been in it a ton, but like he's shooting a career best from three-point percentage, and he's won it in the past when he hasn't been. Like I want to see these two teammates who are both shooting above 40% from three, shooting insane percentages. Like I want to see them compete against each other. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You know, Cam's seventh in the NBA in three-point percentage. Book is just outside the top 20. Like these two dudes are elite. I want to see both of them. How about this? Cam and Book, and you put Clay and Steph in there too. We go ultimate teammates going (laughs) at it. That would be fun. That would be fun. (laughs) That would cause so much chaos on Twitter. (laughs) Yes, it really would. Could you imagine? Oh, it'd be so toxic between the Suns and Warriors fans online. Oh, Which it'd is, be so fun. Oh, it would be the <laughs> ultimate. Um, I agree, though. I do think Cam Johnson should absolutely absolutely be in the three-point contest. I wouldn't mind seeing Devin Booker in there as well, but I said this a few shows ago. The only reason I'm cool with Devin being in the three-point contest is if he is also in the all-star game. If it's the three-point contest and not the all-star game, count me out. And I think Devin would probably feel the same way. Yeah, because he's yeah. not a specialist, right? Like, no. you know, the the, the three-point contest is for guys that are in the all-star game but and can shoot at a very high clip or you're a specialist. And he's not, he's not the latter. Like, he's not a three-point specialist. Like, I don't want to see him in the three-point contest if he's not in the game. Like, what's the point? You're well, just yeah. there. You're just there just to be there and Blah. We, and I mean, he's been there, now. done that, right? Like we've already accomplished this. We've established that I can win this. Like we're we're on to bigger and better things now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, agreed. You know, the yeah. only di- the only difference would be like the dunk contest, right? Like I'm all about dudes that can that can yak um, playing in the dunk contest, be- regardless of whether or not they're in the All Star game, because the dunk contest is is more of a of an entertainment value in a case mm-hmm. to show off your athletic ability unlike the three-point contest, which is like, you know, it's just a skill set. You know who could be sneaky good in a dunk contest? If you say JaVale McGee, I swear. No, Ish Wainwright. (laughs) Like, that guy came out, or even Cam for that matter, but that guy came out with some, uh, he looks like he couldn't dunk, and then he's had some in-game dunks that get you off your feet. I wonder wonder what he could do uh, when, you know, there's no defense and he could just go ham on it. I don't know. That's an interesting thought. (laughs) I don't know. Based based on what I've seen in practice, I think I don't think that's it. But go ahead. I mean, based, <laughs> based he's had a couple of nice tip slams. I'll, I'll give Espo that. Uh, but I do think in practice, he's had like we've watched him do some drills from the perimeter where they catch it on the perimeter, take one dribble, and you know lay it up or dunk it. And like Chandler Hutchinson's a pretty athletic guy, but he was like pretty clearly outclassing Ish Wainwright on those drills. So I don't know if he has the Ish Rainwright doesn't doesn't look like he has that crazy ability to be able to go between the legs or windmill or anything like that. Like a tip dunk is a tip dunk. Like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I can tip dunk on this nerf hoop over here. It doesn't mean I can go between the legs and do it. Yeah. (laughs) The the one guy that the Suns keep pointing out when we ask about who's like the best dunker, who has the best hops is usually randomly Abdul Nader. And obviously that's not going to get very many Suns fans excited and he's hurt right now. So I don't know if slam dunk is their, their skill set this year. I, I love that Saul came to the I table knew, with, I knew, yeah, it was, Cam, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. As soon Cam as I Johnson said, for three and maybe Devin Booker for three and craps on uh, anything creative in this. <laughs> Thanks. Saul, Mr. Negative over there. Is Wayne Wright doesn't have, he has too much of a low down low to be able to like be to finesse at the hoop and you need some finesse. 
can we can we get Mikhail Bridges to guard the guys during the skill competition? Now that would be interesting. Nobody would win. <laughs> I know I, he'd win. That that should be the challenge. If he can stop everybody, he wins the title. That would kind of be a little boring, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like just from an entertainment standpoint, for an All Star Weekend, I feel like that might not be the most entertaining. Uh, Cove Crazies, write it down. Lindsay hates defense. Just oh come on! I'm just saying nobody wants. That's just not an All Star thing that like you can highlight in a fun way. So so we've established that we would like to see. JaVale McGee in the skills competition, guarded by Mikhail and Ishwain Wright, barely getting above the rim to make some dunks. Cool. All right. Bingo. Let's move on. You want some entertainment? I I got it right here. I'll give you the most fun you could have at an all-star weekend. I also forgot to mention the Rising Stars Challenge. So that's another um, competition that is held at all-star weekend. Do you see any possibility of a Jalen Smith being included in that? No. Mm. <laughs> Not unless a lot of guys get hurt or sick. <laughs> okay. yeah. do, you, do you feel like, Lindsay, let me ask you, do you feel like Jalen Smith is a rising star? Um, I mean, I think he's <laughs> a rising. He has gotten better. Yes, yeah. I don't know if I would call him a rising star. Nobody straddles a line star. like Lindsay Smith, baby. It's a, a rising snow. bench player. <laughs> <laughs> he's a rising 12th man. <laughs> hey, he's an eleventh oh. man now. God, give him some credit. Okay. Anything what, else? What on? competitions are we gonna do for All Star Weekend? Because we're gonna have like a week sure. where we're gonna have to fill without games. Well, we should I, do something on on All Star Saturday night. We should do like a competition of sorts. Like we should have like three different competitions that we do uh, amongst us four. That w- that's a great idea, Espo. I've I've actually done the actual skills competition and it is pain in the ass. So I, I vote no actual skills competition, but we come yeah. up with fun things we can do. I was gonna say I'm gonna need to see a list of these ideas before I commit one way or the other. No, like you know, we could do like uh you know, we could, what is it we could play quarters or something like that, like quarters, like the first one to get five into a in a cup, like those kind of simple competitions. That Fastest fun. DraftKings ad read without making a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> Lindsay's a Lindsay's a agent has to uh, approve of all of these. Once you're an Emmy winner, you have to uh, have to have sign off before you can do anything like this. So, oh well, anything else that you guys would like to mention around the NBA All Star Game and uh, why why some of our players should be in it or not? Uh, I've, I I think my thing is Chris Paul and Devin Booker will definitely be in because the Suns deserve two All Stars. They're tied for the best record in the NBA, and both of those guys are on everybody's radars. I feel like Da. You look at the the way the the roster breaks down, like Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, John Morant. Those guys will be in. That leaves three front court spots or four between Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Draymond, and Da. I have a bad feeling he's going to be the fifth man out of that five-man group. I hope I'm wrong, but I do think the Suns deserve at least two All-Stars, and D.A. should be in that conversation more than he's ever been in his career. Yeah, I I don't think All-Star Friday night gets enough attention in that celebrity game. I would love to see Kendall Jenner and Frank Kaminsky on a coaching staff of one of those teams. Just a little (laughs) Suns juice on that celebrity game. 
I mean, that would be fun. <laughs> you have put together the most random Suns-related All-Star Weekend ever. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, know. I figured we all could come with the Cam Johnson and uh, and Devin Booker, and I figured we'd all agree on that. But I'm like, okay, let's get creative here. How can we get some involvement in areas that maybe you wouldn't think of but could still be entertaining? Like, there's a big difference between creative and just stupid. And... <laughs> I know, Saul, and you're usually on the stupid side of it. I understand. I understand. Oh, uh, JaVale McGee in the skills competition. I would really like to see that. Like, come on, bro. You know, do you, you not think the entertainment value would be off the charts? That's no, all I, All-Star dude, Weekend he wouldn't, is about. Even, he wouldn't even get past the first obstacle. It would be embarrassing. What oh. What about the the skills competition just being all former Shacked and a Fool guys? They all get in there just so we can see it. But, in, but instead of real skills, you have to chuck a pass into the stands and hit a fan in the head. You know, all the crazy stuff that happens. Oh, man. Poor JaVale. He's been trying to leave the shack in a pool stuff. <laughs> hey, Saul, Saul makes it sound like he's a bumbling idiot. So I'm just, you know, playing into it now. Well, I just know what he is. And he's not a ball handler. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I'm going to assume that we have nothing else um, to add to the conversation. So I just want to share a reminder with all of you guys that children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease safe, free, and highly effective COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Yeah, I mean, I I did it. I'm getting my booster on uh, on Wednesday. I'm looking forward to that because we all know what's going on in the world. So a worthy cause. Make sure to go out there and uh, and take care of yourself and take care of others too. You know, I know a, a little added protection can never never hurt anybody. And I think it just uh, it it keeps us, dude. I just want to get past this thing, right? Like, and mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the whole message of this is like, dude, let's just let's do what we can for each other. Let's get past this thing and move on with our lives because everybody is tired of this pandemic. Yeah. Let me tell you. And just look at it as like the Mikhail Bridges of this pandemic. It's going to defend very very well. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you so much for joining today. Fingers crossed that we can get all three of our uh, favorite Suns players into the NBA All-Star game. If not all three, at least two of them. Don't forget to continue to vote online using Twitter, NBA.com, or the NBA app. One more time, that's hashtag your player's name that you're voting for and hashtag NBA All-Star And this upcoming Thursday is a double vote date. So keep that in mind. Also, don't forget to head over to our PHNX locker. We've got some really amazing merchandise available for you guys. So if you want to start the year looking good and repping your favorite Valley teams, phnxlocker.com is the place to be. You can get any t-shirt in that locker for just $29.99 and be the envy of all your friends. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald on Twitter at Gerald Bourget. And of course, you can follow Espo on Twitter at Espo. Espo? Uh, remember, hashtag Saul Bookman, hashtag PHNX Suns All-Star. Ahoy, hoy. hoy. <laughs> <laughs>